thrilled to have in studio. We haven't quite figured out research director, research analyst, all of the above. Patty Kurgan, it's great to have you here. Thank you, Kim. And you have written a really important piece. You can find it at americhicks.com. And I think Zach's going to be putting it on Facebook here shortly. But, you know, you do all this amazing research for us. And uh, people say, well, we all talk. We're like, we could do two or three hours of important information. But we try to pack it all into an hour. I think I need to start to to talk like um, being an auctioneer. That way we can get it all done. Although some people do say I talk kind of quickly. I was going to say at times you are talking quickly. (laughs) Because there's a lot to talk about. But you called me. You said, Kim, you're not going to believe this. So set this up for us, Patty. Well, I I came across this article, um, hit the front page of the Wall Street Journal, and it's talking about parents giving up the guardianship of their children for financial aid. For college. For college. And that just went right through my heart. It's like, so, I mean, I, I have three kids, and I love them dearly. And that thought would never cross my mind. For, for extra dollars for college, I'm going to give my kids up, the, the guardianship. It, it just was such a disconnect for me. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? And what would motivate somebody to do this? Because there's a lot of implications, moral implications, uh, social, financial implications. And what it gets down to is some people, the the student, their child wants to go to a, a school and it's rather expensive and they don't have the funds. So they're like, well, you know, if you, that's where you, where you want to go, okay, what I'll do is I'll transfer, like in, in this article, the the mother transferred guardianship to her business partner. I guess she wasn't making as much money. And then the child actually received the bulk of their college tuition, which is $65,000, through financial aid. And the the difference of $18,000 was picked up by their grandparents. But it's like, you know what? Um, There's a lot of good schools out there that don't cost $65,000 a year. Why does your child have to go to this one? And, you know... I, I I started, my youngest one graduated in 2014. So I'm like, okay, so it was expensive back then. His last year was $55,000. It's like, okay, so how much higher is it? Now it's $71,000. Per year. Per year, right. And it's like, you know, the average person here in Colorado, it's like around $58,000 what they make. So how do you It's going to take a long that? time to, to, to pay that off. Exactly. Well... And in my research, one of the things I found since the 1980s, the cost of tuition has gone up eight times. But wages haven't. They're pretty much stable, maybe a little bit of a boost, but the starting wages for most of these kids is not comparable in any shape or form to the 8% that the tuition's gone up. Well, and Patty, in 2010, the federal government took over the student loan program. And whenever you get government involved, typically the prices go up. So we have seen the the cost of tuition go up significantly, and and you realize that that um, that they're not guaranteeing that the student is going to have a job. They imply it when you look on the back of the buses or whatever. It's like go after your dreams, come to this college, or but but there's all this financial aid. These kids are being kind of sold a bill of goods. They're not realizing that they really are going to have to pay off these loans. The professors. And administrators don't have to have results because kids will get out and they're like, well, wait a minute. I thought I was going to make six figures and be in a corner office. And um, that's not the case. Exactly. It's amazing. Just listening to my kids when they were in college 
And they would be, you know, they come on over to the house and the kids would be talking like, yeah, well, I'm going to be making 80 grand or 100 grand. And I was telling the kids, I go, you know, the reality is when you first start out, you'll be happy if you make 60. You know, feel good about making 60. And they were all looking at me like, oh, no, because I'm going to this school and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're telling me I'm going to make this kind of money. And I go, well, they can say that. So what happened? It's not reality. Because you saw the results. What happened? Did these kids come out and were making six figures? Uh, I think the highest one with my last son was around Uh 70,000. Most of the students were making around 40 to 45. Some kids didn't really find the job that they wanted, so they went to graduate school. And And, and incurred more debt. Right, exactly. And then I just want to go back to a comment that you made with the the colleges. They really have no skin in the game. They all they care about, from what I've seen, even personally with some of my children's friends, they help those kids get that financial aid Mm -hmm. as a freshman. When they leave... They, they just say, bye, thanks for coming. We wish you the best of luck. We thanks for the we, money. Thanks for the money. I hope you can pay it back, the loan, right? But there, there's no guidance there for these kids. They're worried about the next group coming in. You know, Patty, I just have to mention one thing that um, I was thinking about this is I have helped clean out a number of dorm rooms and apartments. So I've been on college campuses at the end of the school year. And I have been appalled at the way many people leave their dorm rooms or their apartments. You know, I've always said to my kids, we try to leave something better than how we found it. And uh, you you see kids that that have graduated, and they may be talking about sustainability, climate change, all the all all of that, but they don't leave their little you know their little thing that they were responsible for in good repair when they leave. And I'm, I was, I'm thinking, aren't we trying to raise people of high character, people that take care of things, that we're passing something good on to the, the next person behind us? And I, I, I know that there are some professors that do that, but I'll tell you, I've been on college campuses and, and seen what people, how they leave their dorm rooms as they, they walk out the door, and it's pretty disrespectful. I mean, I think we should be teaching respect. I agree. I mean, I've seen the same thing, and my kids always roll their eyes because I'm like, no, we're going to make sure this place was cleaner than when we first entered it. You don't leave a mess for somebody else. Exactly. And so I've been astonished at that. At that. So here we have kids paying anywhere fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year in tuition, and they're getting financial aid. Of course, we have these Democrat candidates are now talking about free college. And uh, so you did some amazing Research. So we're, you and I are talking. We're like, well, I wonder how much these administrators are making. And you should go to americhicks.com and see Patty's piece. And uh, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about those numbers. How's, how about that, Patty? Sounds good. Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Kim Munson, where we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. And, uh, you know, we're, we're delving deep into these issues. And one of the reasons is, <clears throat> is because of our fabulous research director, and that is Patty Kurgan. We have her in studio. She's written this really important piece. Go to com about parents are trading their guardianship of children for college financial aid. And right before we went to break, we talked about making sure that you, you're passing something good on to the next generation. And Patty, you and I both cleaned out dorm rooms at... Uh, 
you know, colleges or, and apartments that I, I've seen people that, that they just kind of walk away. They, th- and these are students that may be pontificating about sustainability and, and um, recycling and all, and which is all, you know, those are all laudable things. However, they did not leave their little corner of the world in good repair when they left. And I'm like, how does that happen? And they're spending all of this money and they're t- and, you know, taking out this financial aid. And then they're, they're getting this idea that somebody else should pay for that. Janet Wright, that kind of hit a hot button with you, didn't it? Because, you know, you're helping the girls with uh, uh, um, hope for, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Nigeria. Voices for Nigeria. Voices for, yeah, sorry, but I, I'm getting the two <laughs> things mixed up here. Hike for hope and voices, voices for, for Nigeria. Nigeria. So you wanted to make a comment. I did. Because what we have been doing is a farming project for women that have lost their homes, their families, their husbands, everything. And I thought, what a contrast. When you're talking about entitlement here, these women have lost everything. In Nigeria. In Nigeria, there are hundreds of them that want the opportunity to work to start farming so they can take care of themselves and also give back to their communities of women that are in these internally displaced persons camps that have no way of feeding themselves. And I thought, they've been through trauma we can't even imagine. And they are excited to be given the opportunity to work, to provide for themselves. And I think that's one of the most encouraging things to me and also the contrast of what I see in this country. These women don't expect anything. They are so grateful that somebody is giving them the opportunity to take care of themselves. And the word grateful is so important. Patty, I just have to mention another thing that you brought up, and that is uh, the New York Times 1619 Project, where they are continuing to wanting to, to try to divide Americans, and they're going to use this whole race slavery issue because it was 400 years ago that the first slaves were brought to America. Now, let's let's think about what's going on in America, even the, you know, the Heritage Foundation had done a report and even the poor in America live better than many of the rich in other countries. They have air conditioning, they have cars, they have TVs, they have uh, cell phones. And we were moving away from being grateful. And uh, that is, um, you know, you can either be grateful or you can be envious and, uh, or you can feel entitled. I think Debbie, you'd mentioned that during break. So with that, though, let's get back to, I guess, yeah. <laughs> where we're at on that. You did some important research on, uh, I think, many, uh, many American kids feel entitled that they should go to college and they feel that somebody else should pay for it. And uh, why is college so expensive? Let's, and you and I thought, I wonder how much those administrators make, and you're going to be shocked. Yes, I was shocked when I started looking this up. There's a great website out there that has all the compensation for, I think, over 600 uh, private schools and public schools. And my alma mater, um, Duke, the the president in 2018 made almost $1.3 million. Someone has to pay for that, and it's the students. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming home to Colorado at the Colorado State University, the uh, president and at the time was Chancellor Anthony Frank, he made $1.1 million in 2018. And again, that's a public institution. 
Somebody has to pay for it. It's those students. Okay, I just have to say something. You know what? We're going to see this big assault on Tabor, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights. And they're going to be talking about we need more money for education. Uh, quite frankly, maybe we don't. Maybe we need to watch, get, have transparency where the money's going. So thank you, Patty. Continue. Right. Well, I, I you know, there's a lot of shocking numbers here. And my understanding is he, he will be great, Mark Kennedy, for CU Boulder. I did have to question, though, a couple of things. His base salary is $650,000, and then he has another $200,000 as a possible performance incentive. And one of the incentives of $50,000 was that he would do four forums outside the Boulder, Colorado Springs, and Fort Collins area. And, and the fact of the matter is you would think that that would be part of his job. So why... And he only has to do four. So why does he get that $50,000 bonus? And, that, and that's per, isn't it? Or is it a total of fifty for doing all four of those? 50000 for all four. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, or he, he gets another $50,000 for reaching out to alumni and donors. Again... Isn't that your job? Isn't that your job? Okay. So, um, you know, from everything I've read, he'll do a great job. The fact of the matter, though, is when you start looking at the numbers, it's like, okay, maybe we're... A little too much. And so his total compensation, and you researched it out, is going to be a million dollars. So, quite frankly, maybe going out and trying to start your business, uh, you know, where you're putting out all this risk... Uh, you know, it, it takes a lot to get to a point where you're making a million dollars a year. And, um, you know, I think there's something wrong with this picture, Patty. Uh, I agree. It's, again, especially as a public institution, and it's the taxpayers that are paying for it, it, it does make the head sort of go, what's going on? And then when you couple it with some of the politicians today running for president saying it's going to be free college, well, we all know that nothing is free. Someone's going to pay for it in the end. So who is it? Well, when your tax dollar goes up, again, the assault on Tabor, if you take off the revenue limit, it's going to be the higher income. And, and even, you know, $100,000, some people go, wow. If you have three, four kids, that, that's not a whole lot of money. Right. You can and, go through $100,000 pretty quickly when you have children. Right, especially if you're saving for college. Yeah. Uh, let's go through just a few others because I find this interesting. Uh, Colorado College. Uh, and we should, you know, wh- why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the, um, let's see, the, didn't you have the, uh, yeah, here, the uh, tuition. So, for example, at Duke University, the tuition per year is almost $72,000 per year. I mean, very few people can pay pay that. So what, right. you're, what you're seeing it, is the middle class is getting squeezed. People with a lot of money can pay that. And then you see uh, some people get to go to these schools for free because they're disadvantaged. Right. And in just for the fun of it, last night, I Googled, what was the tuition at Duke when I was there? And it was $4,000 a year. And now it's up to 71000 almost $72,000. Did you go there 200 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Do I look that bad? <laughs> Honestly, Patty, that was not that long ago. I know. And it was $4,000. Okay. And you had said uh, earlier that uh, college tuition had gone up eight times. Right. That's almost... Since the 1980s. That's almost 18 times. Right. Right. Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Well, you know, that's a private... University, and they so, can do that. so it's a little bit different. Than, but than but a, these kids are taking 
public loans. They're taking public money right. to pay that tuition now. Right. And, and the thing, too, going back to what really got me doing this research was the guardianship, giving up guardianship. So when the students, like it, the, one of the parents, the, the family was making over $250,000, and they had a home over a million dollars. The mom was saying, though, that we, we are cash poor. We've already spent $600,000 on our other children going to elite schools, so that's why we're doing it with our daughter here. Well, you have that you know, um, population actually gaming the system, uh-huh. just like uh, Rick Singer. And then and let's see, Rick Singer was the was the one with the Operation Varsity Blues, where oh, the oh, got it. the very like so the, the Lori Laughlin and exactly yeah. um, paying off. So what happens though is that money who is really supposed to be for the true you know lower class or, or, or lower, lower middle class. Yeah. They can't get the funds because it's going to the higher middle class. But it, to your point, though, it is. It really is the middle class um, that's getting squeezed, especially if you have th- three kids. It's, it's, it's very tough. I mean, I have three children. I was very fortunate. They all did college in three years. So that fourth they were motivated year, to do they that. were motivated to do it because they all knew that that fourth year, they would have to take out a loan. And, and I and as a responsible parent, I was making them responsible, saying, "Okay, this is how far we can go with the funds that we have. Okay, the fourth year, you're going to have to look for other money, and you will pay it back. You will not default on it. If you take it out, you sign the papers. It is your responsibility to pay it back with interest." Patty, the other point is, is when we moved away from people earning scholarships, remember scholarships? Ladies were probably old enough to remember that scholarships used to be a way that you could fund college. And uh, and you would work hard in school so that you could get good marks. You would do a variety of things. And you could be awarded scholarships because of your hard work and your achievements. And that flew out the door when we got government uh, loans into this, this whole business. Uh, and because if you were taking out a loan from a bank... They would have you come in and, and they'd say, you know, you're going to be responsible for this. Uh, you know, good grades would be a good idea. And you got government involved. You know, results didn't matter. And then you've got these uh, administrators making all this kind of money. I mean, quite frankly, uh, if, um, uh, let's say at Duke, you said that he is being paid a little over one, almost $1.3 million. You know what? He should he should have some results, and every one of those kids should have a job when, when they when they uh, uh, graduate from Duke. So we are we're out of time, um, but go to my website and check this out, Patty. The research you've done on this is absolutely amazing, and you are such a valued member of our team. Thank you.